Let the church say amen. Why, why don't we just give God praise in his house? Just praise him. Just, just give God, just give he's worthy of all of our praise. Amen. Even, even now, even now, I, I know sometimes situations occur. They have a tendency to throw us off rhythm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it does. In our everyday lives, in our everyday lives, it does. Things happen and they sort of throw you off rhythm. But uh, I thank God that I serve a God that knows how to get us back on. Knows how to set us right, right, right back. So I, I want you right now just to bring your mind back to the house right now. Just come. Come, come here. There's a whole lot that our minds are on, and we're wondering how Reverend is doing. Let me tell you, he's doing fine. I ain't heard nothing, but I know he's fine because God has him. So we, are, we, we, we come now to lift the name Jesus, which is the only name that matters. I want this morning <clears throat> call your attention to the gospel according to St. John, chapter 1. John, chapter 1. First two verses. In the beginning was the word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Amen. This is for, as we want to go today, for the next few weeks as we approach this holiday, this next holiday. I want to take these next few weeks and make sure that I do all that we can to make sure that the body of Christ, that we understand where we're going. That, that as we approach this season, I, I, I don't do much series, but I, I guess for these next few weeks, that's what I'll be doing. We'll be right here in this book because I want to get us ready for the Christmas season, for this season that we are celebrating, brothers and sisters, as Christians, Amen. we can't afford to go into this thing like everybody else. We, we need to have a clear understanding of who and what it is that we are celebrating. As we celebrate children of God, as we go, yeah, yeah, celebrating, and we find ourselves in the malls and in these places. You, you want to, I want to make sure that you are in a position so if somebody walks up to you in the mall and says, what is all of this about? Somebody meets you in the mall and just comes to their senses and say, all this stuff and all this we doing, why are we out here? As a child of God, you ought to have an answer. Shame on you. 
They ask you the question, why are we here? What are we doing? What is this all about? Shame on you if you can't tell them what this season is really all about. As a matter of fact, if you can't tell them, if you forget that, please don't tell them where you go to church. <laughs> and for goodness sake, don't tell them who your pastor is. <laughs> we need the body of Christ. We need to have a clear understanding. In this season of wrestle and bustle, we need to have a clear understanding of who and what it is that we are celebrating. I believe, my brothers and sisters, as we mature, we ought to be able to help folk understand the basics of this celebration season. We're here now into this celebration of the birth of a Savior. I, I want to take these weeks to lead us and give us a closer look at who Jesus is. As we head now towards celebration, now I, I, want, I, I think that the first thing that I need to share with you is that I want to help you make a distinction between the birth of Jesus and the beginning of Jesus. That's the first distinction. I, I, want, I want you to, to, to understand that the, the casual Bible reader would easy, easily conclude that Jesus started on that cold night that we celebrate in December. But I, 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 want, I want you to, to spend a moment with me and spend these weeks with, with me, and you will find that that is not true. While that is where we celebrate his birth, that is not at all his beginning. I'm trying to help somebody. Spend a moment with this text. You'll find that it's not true because according to John, Jesus Christ has been around since the beginning. In other words, let me say it like this. Jesus has always existed. I hope you ain't hearing this for the first time. Jesus has always existed. Now, you got to study a little bit. And, and, and you got to follow the text. But here in this text, it says, in the beginning was the word. Now, now, you might not pick up on this if you're in your normal study, but I want you to notice that word is capitalized. That the double is cap. I'm trying to finish show you something here. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God, and the word was God. Is that in your book? Follow me now. Follow me now. It really ain't that deep. I know it sounds sort of deep, but I'm saying it, so it really ain't that deep. Let me. The word in the beginning, the word was God. The word was with God. Follow it to verse 2. The same word was in the beginning with God. Get it now. The word was with God in the beginning. 
what we'll sing, and I'll show it to you in a minute. We'll sing here the isness. That's a made-up word. The isness of Jesus Christ. In other words, in other words, before time started, Jesus was already here. Jesus, are y'all hearing me? Jesus existed before the beginning. Read sometime John 8, 852. The Jews are having a problem with Jesus because Jesus spoke of knowing Abraham. He says, I, I, I knew Abraham personally. They had a problem with Jesus. They, they, they looked at Jesus, and that's, why, that's when they really started falling out with Jesus. They say, you, you ain't even 50 years old. Are y'all hearing me? Father Abraham has been dead for centuries, and you telling us that you know Abraham? You knew Abraham? Listen to what Jesus said in, 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 in John 8, 58. He says, before Abraham was born, is that in your book? Before Abraham was born, I am. Are y'all hearing me? He wants us to know. I didn't come here on the 25th of December. I, yeah, yeah, before Abraham was born, I am. Jesus is eternal, he, uh, 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 infinite, because he always has existed. Passage in John 1 and 1 reminds us of the Genesis, the Genesis. When we read John 1 and 1, it reads sort of like Genesis 1 and 1, doesn't it? Genesis says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And you start the New Testament within the beginning was the Word. Now, now, let me let's go a little further. The word, the word, that, that capital W is, is Greek. For the word logos, if you learn something here, and that word logos, see, the word that that word with the capital letter, the reason it's capital is because it refers to logos. That's Jesus, the second member of the Trinity in Greek culture. Logos was that which gave meaning to stuff. In other words, word is what gives. Meaning to stuff. You wouldn't know what anything means if you couldn't put it, are y'all hearing me? In Logos. You, you, yeah, in Greek culture, Logos was that. It gave meaning to everything. And the same, the same root word, and this, this helped me get it, it's the same root word, it's a Greek word, Logos, but it's the same word that we use where we get the word logo. Y'all hear me? Same, same, same root word. Logo, logo. And, 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 and marketing, when people market stuff, they strive to create a logo so that you may not even know the product. You don't know how to make it. You don't know anything. But when you see the logo, are y'all hearing me? You know that, what that are y'all hearing this? I was over in Jerusalem, and, 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 and the word Coca-Cola was written in another language. Are y'all hearing me? I didn't know the language, but I knew the logo, and I knew I could go in there and get a Coca-Cola. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah, because of the, are y'all getting this? Yeah, yeah, your baby, 
Your baby, from the time that baby can walk, knows where McDonald's is. Are y'all hearing me? Why? Because of the logo. And when you ride by and they see those golden arches, even a baby that can't talk will say, stop. McDonald's Happy Meal. Why? Because of the logo. Are y'all hearing me? I'm trying, I'm trying to help you understand Lagos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whenever you see Jesus, you're seeing God. That's the logo. That's the logos of God. One, uh, am I making any sense? One ancient philosopher saw the, the logos as a bridge between a transcendent God and a material universe, the logos. In other words, in other words, the logos, the word, is what helps us make sense out of God. We can't understand God. We can't understand him. But at least we can get a glimpse of what God is like through the logos, Jesus. Are y'all hearing me? We get a glimpse of what God is like when we see Jesus, the logo. Word. Word is an audible or visible expression of thought. So Jesus, the word, perfectly reveals what's going on in the mind of God. You want to know what God is thinking? Look at Jesus. You want to know what God got on his mind? You'll never know what God has on his mind if you don't know Jesus. Jesus is a bridge between God and us. How wonderful it would be. You've heard this before. If I could stand here on Sunday morning and think my message out. And y'all would know what I'm thinking. No, the only way that you are going to understand and know what it is on my mind is that I put it in words. Are y'all hearing me? I'm trying to show you the power of words. Jesus, the only way we'll ever know what's on God's mind is that he put it in Logos, in word, Jesus. That's what Jesus is. He's God's logo. He's God's word to us. He, he's, our, he, he's our only chance of understanding what God has got on his mind. Revelation 1 and 8, Jesus says, Jesus declares that, that he is the Alpha and he is the Omega. Y'all know what that is? Those are alphabets. <laughs> Jesus says, I'm the alphabets. I'm what spells it out. I am the alpha and the omega, which is like saying, Jesus is saying, I am A through Z. I am the beginning and I am the end. He's God's alphabet who spells out God's deity for us. Let me say it another way. Jesus makes incomprehensible God intelligible. Now that sounded real. Jesus 
makes the incomprehensible God intelligible. Let me see it like your grandmama would have said. He's so high, you can't get over him. So low, you can't get on him. So wide, you can't get around him. You must come in at the door. And you know what the door is? Jesus. <laughs> Trying to help you understand this celebration we're about to go into. So much of what we know now we know because it was put in words. Think about it. Think about it. We would never would have known the legacy and what Martin Luther King had on his mind if he had not put it in words. That's why, that's why reading is so important. That's why you'll never understand anything unless you can understand words. So we learn then. Right from the text. Jesus, the word, was God. But then we learn also that Jesus, the Logos, the word, was with God. Y'all seeing this? It indicates, it indicates that Jesus existed in, the, in a face-to-face -face relationship with God the Father from the beginning. Not only, not only was he in the closest possible relationship with God, it goes on to say that the word was God. Y'all hear me? Jesus is God. Y'all hear me? There are three, but there are one. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. The Word was. God didn't say it. It's in the book. The Word was God. So get it. Jesus is not a creation of God. Jesus is God himself. Get time, go home, turn over to the book of Hebrews, chapter 1. It refers to Jesus as the expressed image of God. Are y'all hearing me? Jesus, the expressed image of God. But Hebrew also says to us that, that he came to purge us from sin. He came to purge us of our Sin. Are y'all hearing this? Jesus, the Logos, came to purge us. He is the expressed image of God. So God himself in the person of Jesus came to purge us from sin. He says, let me do this. Yeah, yeah, God says, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I want you to understand that I am God. I want you to understand my love for you. Uh, so John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, and the reason why he sent his son to purge us from our sin. God says, I know you don't understand me, and, and, but, but now you patients have this position and death is on the earth and everybody's got to die, but I want to send myself down there to show you what I can do with death. 
Are y'all hearing me? I, I, I'm sending the Logos. I, I'm going to show you that I can deal with death. And that's what Jesus did. He came to give us hope from death. He came and took death on an old red cross, died on a cross, laid him in a tomb, but got up early Sunday morning with all power in his hand. Are y'all hearing me? That's God explaining to us that we have victory, that we all have victory over death. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. And the Word was God, I don't do much series preaching, but this is just the first of it. So y'all just copy this down. Got to be here for the next one. Got to be here for the rest of them. Again, we're going to go all the way to Christmas with this. But we need to understand this story. Jesus, keep me near the cross. There, a precious fountain. And free to all the healing stream that flows from Calvary's mouth. And if thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. If you're here today unsaved, let me invite you to come. If you're here today and you don't know him, let me invite you to make him yours today. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah.